welcome to Forget the Numbers, the OKG educational podcast that proves you're not alone in your accounting journey, even when it might feel like it. Hi, I'm Kate from Learn Signal, and today I'm joined by Alan. Hello, everybody. So today we're going to keep the podcast very exam focused. Uh, we've one week to go to the exam, um, so we thought that we're going to have a podcast that's extremely useful. Alan's put together some some really key tips to get you through the exam. Essentially, you know what we're trying to get across is it's never too late to make improvements in your exam technique, and this might make the difference between forty nine percent and fifty one percent. And and that and that's what we're trying to get across. It's not too late, so we want to get you focused, get you focused on the important things, and um, ensure that you're ready for your exam and for the day itself because that's extremely important. So I'm going to um, hand over to Alan, and he's going to talk you through the key tips that will help you get that pass. Okay, thanks, Kate. So I think um, a couple of a couple of major points that we need to go through. Um, and it's really all about now. It's just keeping up the motivation and keeping up the the effort that you guys are clearly making um, with one week to go. Um, I think we'll with one week to go. Don't ever even if you haven't done anything with exam bootcamp so far. Um, join it for the last week. Do it for the last week. Yeah. Do seven questions. Doing seven questions is better than doing no questions at all. Um, so join the boot camp, keep it going. Even if you feel like you haven't done all the questions, do as many as you can between now and the exam. Um, it's really, really important to get yourself exam focused and do those questions in exam um, situations. Mm-hmm. So if we're telling you the minutes, so if we tell you it should take 38 minutes, do it for 38 minutes and then compare against the answer. Um, at this stage, you have to give up kind of, I'm too embarrassed to do it. I don't want to see how badly I'm doing. If you're going to do the exam, starting next Monday, um, you have to get over that embarrassment. And it's only you and the computer. Nobody's judging you. Yeah. Um, but it'd be more embarrassing to fail the exam, to be honest. So yeah. you're better off going for it now and doing as much as you can. Um, and I think what's really important from the boot camp is learning from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and a, a kind of new thing I've been pushing with everybody is the fact that if you're having issues with an exam question and you compare against the solutions that, oh, I missed out on these points. Mm-hmm. Well, like take note. Yeah. Pick again. Pick the top three things that you could have done better. Yeah. And make sure you don't make those mistakes the yeah. next time. And once you do that once, those three mistakes will be built into how yes. you. And, and you won't have to keep. They won't repeat them again. Yeah. Because you've kind of found the error and then you've kind of fixed it. If that makes sense. So it does. The, the, yeah. I think as human beings, we kind of learn quickly and we yeah. adapt quickly. And then the next time, find the next three things you didn't do so well, and hopefully those that continuing list. Um, that the the problems on it get lesser yeah. and lesser. That they're not. Oh, that's a pretty minor problem. Yes. But I'm doing everything really, really well. So that's really good advice. It's, isn't a, it? it's important yeah. to do that. Um, I think based on questions that we've been getting from students at the moment. Um, oh, should I read the manual? Should I look at all the notes? Should I look at everything? I think at this stage, if you're actually sitting down, opening up a manual and trying to read page by page by page, you're just mm. wasting your time. I think as part of the bootcamp advice we do, uh, I guess where where we're beneficial is that if you're doing a question on I don't know auditor independence, it's not a case of reading the manual beforehand. You can go in and watch a video for fifteen minutes and refresh your knowledge and then attempt your question. But I wouldn't spend too much time on theory at this stage. It's about exam practice and hopefully picking up as much knowledge as you can by doing those questions. Um, I think the biggest one we talk about and. I wonder sometimes are people listening to us and reading our emails thinking they're bored and the message isn't getting through anymore, but doing a mock exam. 
doing a mock exam, doing a mock exam, doing a mock exam. There's nothing wrong with the recording. It's just me trying to get you to do it more. Um, so I think like that is the most important thing you could possibly do is attempt a mock exam. And obviously attempting it with us, you get the feedback within three days. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on Saturday morning and you haven't done a mock exam to exam timing, that you haven't done a mock exam where you've got feedback, it doesn't matter where you've done it, please go on to Learn Signal, get a mock exam, get your feedback. And people say, oh, well, is it too late? I don't think it's ever too late to get good examiner feedback. Yes. And again, Kate mentioned in her introduction, the difference between 49 and 51, that's so small. That can be fit. That could be just one piece of advice you get in your feedback from the yeah, exam. So one key thing that, yeah. that what our markers look at and said, oh, if you had done this instead of done that. And that could be something that applies to every question mm-hmm. and that could make that difference. Mm-hmm. And some people say, well, the difference between 49 and 51 is small. But it looks very big when you're the one who oh, gets 49. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you go, hey, how did I get 49? Yeah, and it happens. It does happen. Oh, it happens it? so yeah. much. Like if you think the majority of ACA students get between 40 and 60 percent. Yeah. That's where the majority are. If you'd imagine a, a bell curve, the majority are in that 20 mm-hmm. percent range. Um, they're not getting 80s and they're not getting 10 percent. They're in that range. And so the closer it gets to 50 that's where all the students, yeah. more and more students are, are in around mm-hmm. that 50% mark. So, and statistically, I guess you've nearly as much chance of getting 49 as 51. Sure. So those little bit of differences make uh, make a huge, huge impact. And, and it might be, it might be knowledge-based, it might be exam technique, it might be timing, mm-hmm. it might be your handwriting, it might be, there's lots of different things, but get mm-hmm. that feedback as quickly as you can. And that would really help. So on a mock exam, um, it's not about guess, us guessing the questions that we think might come up. It's not about us doing completely new questions. It's not about being put asked a question that you never think you've been mm-hmm. asked before. Because in the exam, you're going to be asked a question you've never been asked mm-hmm. before. That's the examining team's job. Um, what we're trying to do is get you focused on it's the experience of sitting down for three hours on a desk, like it's the exam, with the same pens you use on the day with the same, as much as replicating the same thing. And we always talk about that. People in sports events, they don't enter sports events having mm-hmm. never trained, having never put themselves into that situation mm-hmm. before they start. Um, and I think anybody, like very rarely do people get a job in their first interview mm-hmm. because they're so nervous. Yeah. And then they come out of their first interview and they go, oh, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. And then when they go into the second and one, they learn, they yeah. learn they're more confident yeah. and the same thing with mock exams. Yeah. And it's really interesting what you're saying because what you've basically said with boot camp and then also mock, it's almost um, becoming self-aware, isn't it, when you're doing it? Yeah. So instead of going, well, I'm just going to do boot camp, tick, 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 and I'm going to do go into the exam and I'm going to study this paper, you're actually stepping back for a second and going, right, well, what am I taking in here? Am I un- actually understanding this? Mm-hmm. How would this? How would this apply to an exam question? Could I answer? How would this apply to a business, you know, scenario? Could yeah. I answer on that? And it's really becoming just stepping back for a minute and going, yeah, am I aware of what am I taking? Is that, in? And, and that's that's a massive things so and that's what we're trying like at the end of the day all the things we say just because you tick 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 as you said doesn't mean you'll pass the exam it's being aware of what you're doing aware of your mistakes aware of what you've improved Mm -hmm. and and you need to feel when you go into an exam that you're from an exam perspective that you're effectively a different person than the one three or four weeks ago yes you have to feel confident in the in the different type of approach the different things that you learn like you have to kind of feel like wow 
th- this time three weeks ago, I'd never have had this approach. Yeah. I'd never have had this feeling, whether it's confidence or familiarity with the topic, that when you open up the exam paper, that there's nothing on it that really surprises you. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be twists and turns in it that you have to think about. But you kind of you want that feeling of, yeah, it's pretty much what I expected yeah, it exactly. to look like, what I expected it to feel like. And and practice and being self-aware and learning from that is a, yeah. is big part of that. I'm following it like the ACCA tell you so much. The examiner reports and the articles that they write and people doing boot camp will have been given special mm-hmm. days depending on the subject where we encourage you to watch the examiner report videos that we have, read the examiner reports and read the last number of articles that the examining teams have actually written mm-hmm. on your behalf. They're giving you so much um they give you so many pointers. They're telling you, like, in the past, people have failed because of doing this, which effectively means if you don't do this, you'll probably mm, pass. Yeah. Like, that's what they're doing. The examining team are, they want to make the exam as hard as possible. But then they also want you to pass the next time. If you haven't passed before, if you're doing it for the first time by learning the mistakes of others. Yeah. So they do kind of, it's nearly like they're writing an examiner report and they haven't written the exam. Yeah. So the examiner report is trying to help you pass the exam the next time. It's not trying to confuse you. It's not a trick. There's no, there's no say, oh, the examiner report, examiners are just saying that, but they don't mean it. They're not going to tell us how to pass the exam. Well, they are. They're telling you exactly what to do to pass the exam. So like read that and listen to them. Um, one of these basic things I always say, um, I think there's nothing worse than arriving somewhere when it's really important. I think we've all, I've I've been there when people have come in for interviews and they've been late and they've been hot and sweaty and, and flustered and so panicked. Um, whereas I'm the opposite. I'm somebody who half an hour before an interview is standing at the, that is the building. Now I'm going to yes, walk around yeah. so they don't think I'm a weirdo. <laughs> but that, that's the thing. And like, be that bit early for your exam. Be, be kind of, um, regret you're too early nearly feel mm. like oh I've got a bit of extra time and I don't know what to do but that's much better than arriving um, kind of five minutes beforehand mm. when you've got off a bus or a train yeah. or you're struggling to find car parking or you didn't know exactly yeah. where to and you can always study that you know you can yeah. go you can you can you can study like before you go in yeah. as opposed to somebody being at home or and say I'm going to study and then I'm going to wait to the eleventh hour to to rush into the exam there's, hall. I think there's very few exam halls around the world that don't have a shop nearby or a coffee shop yeah. nearby or somewhere that you could go and go. Okay, that's where I'm going. And now I have to kill twenty minutes. It's a yes. much better thing yeah. than um, the opposite way around, where you're you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And make sure you're bringing everything that's familiar with you from your study. That's it. Like use similar pens, use mm. the same resources. Mm-hmm. If you're using highlighter paper, highlighter pens for the exam mm-hmm. papers when you're practicing, do the same thing. What what it is is about replicating your comfort zone, your yeah. familiarity with things. It's really important. Um, so they're all key points. And I think, um, and again, I think the important thing about this is just to give those key points a little bit like our five minutes to pass mm. videos. Um, we've kind of done all the hard work. We've done the hours and hours mm-hmm. of training over the last few weeks. So I think our role now mm-hmm. with the, the short boot camp webinars and this podcast for the, these few weeks is really just to give short tips and not distract the guys too much from studying. So like, I call it, there's a checklist that, that you can do, I think, um, in your head and you can write down these points and kind of in your head, always be thinking about these. So have your plan for time management. Make sure you're practicing questions and every time you practice, it's better than the last time that you've that you're learning. Um, 
it's important that you don't kind of say, well, I've practiced 100 questions. Do 20 questions really well and then take them again and make sure that you have learned. So just because you've practiced a question compared to the solution, go, I know where I went wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, if you tried that question the next day, do you know where you went wrong or did you make the same mistake again? So again, you can get into that trap of doing, oh, I did 100 questions. Mm -hmm. But you might have failed every one. Mm -hmm. Was it not better off that you well passed 20? There's only so many different topics they can ask on an exam. In the exam and in your practice, give yourself time to think and plan. Don't kind of go, oh, the clock has started. I'll pick up my pen and start writing the answer. Thinking is the best thing you can do. And it's a brave thing to do, especially in an exam, because um, you look around and the examiner will say, OK, you can start now. And the rustle of pens and books being opened and people starting writing. And it's kind of an nearly like peer pressure. Don't don't fall into that trap. Don't make life that more difficult for you. Stick to your plan. Have a strategy and be confident in the fact that you've put all this time and effort and practice mm -hmm. in and that it's worked for you and stick to that mm -hmm. and ignore what everybody else is doing um, and apply your knowledge. Don't just don't answer the question you want to ask. Like if you I mentioned auditor independence earlier. Oh, I've studied auditor independence. I see auditor independence is written in the first line and you put away everything and you write about auditor independence. Apply your knowledge. The examining team are giving you a scenario. Make sure you answer that question. They could be looking for one specific point about auditor independence. But if you write everything you know, you won't get the marks mm -hmm. because you haven't applied your knowledge. All you've done is kind of show how good you are at remembering things mm -hmm. and writing them down at a later date. Um, and there, so, and then my last one um, is that when you look at and you talk to people in the examining teams and you say, OK, let's say the person who got 97 or first in the world. When you say how long was their script, they would generally say it's one of the shortest. Mm -hmm. So it's all about applying your knowledge in the most efficient, effective way. Mm -hmm. Just because I know you, you probably know this, Kate, from doing exams in the past. People come out of an exam and go, oh, I yeah. wrote 17 pages. Yeah. No, I wrote 19 yes. pages. And I'm coming here and go, I wrote seven. Am I in yeah. trouble? Um, but a lot of the time, the seven beats the 19. Yeah. And having marked totally. so many exams, like I love the people who write seven. And the people who write 19, you're kind of go, well, I've given one mark for two and a half pages. Totally. And sometimes I think some people go into an exam hall and they just let their brain get carried away, don't they? So they're like yeah. writing all this stuff as opposed to going, well, I'm going to take 10 seconds to look yeah. at the question, ask what they're trying to get out of me, do some rough work on, on the, you know, important points I need to get across here and then approach it in a like strategic, as you say, way, yeah. a disciplined way um, and a confident way so you can get across your points. In and, and those 10 seconds or whatever amount of time you, you uh, apply to planning, um, they make the difference. Yeah. I think above all the other advice, and I, I've, I flip, I'll always say this is most important, this is most important, but those 10 seconds to, to or whatever time it is, to like an SBL we say an hour, to just to plan and, and say there's the question they've asked, am I answering all the individual mm -hmm. points? And if you're doing that, more than anything I would say, that could be the difference between 40 something mm -hmm. and 50 something. Yeah. And you only want 51, but that 51 is really, really hard to get. Well, you probably want 50, but let's build in a bit of room. <laughs> but the hard, like there's some of the hardest marks to get yeah. is to get you from, most students can get to that 30, 40 range from kind of the knowledge you've built up. But that application is key and that's what you really should be practising. Yeah. So I think that's all the major 
points from me and you've heard them all before but the reason why we all say them over and over again is that if you apply them they do work yeah no i i mean i think that ultimately it's the we have the resources like bootcamp and mock and it's about kind of applying exam situation now isn't it isn't yeah. that the key thing so i suppose just to summarize all the the really amazing um tips you've given alan and thanks so much for 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 spending the time to get people focused a week before um but just to summarize uh, watch the five minutes to pass video. Yes. Um, you regularly up until the exam, right? Because you've you've created that for a reason, which is the kind of key top line pieces you need to know right before the exam. Get them into your head. Get them comfortable. You know, in your head before that exam. It's head to pass. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do as much of the boot camp as possible. Uh, we've said this. We keep talking about boot camp, but but um, you know, every every when we get results, our students always kind of they, they come back and they they give us really nice feedback. And and boot camp comes up all the time. People really rave about it. The people that stick to it. If you're late joining boot camp and you're listening to this podcast and you're going oh I have a week to go and I haven't done boot camp it's not too late I mean obviously this is 21 days for a reason but do join now and do as much as possible up until the the um the day of the exam because as Alan said the difference between 49 and 50 50 51 is is very small but it's all these little added value pieces that that can get you that pass um always treat every exam question like it's it's the day of the exam. So put away your notes, time yourself, um, treat it as if you're in an exam hall to get that strategy, that discipline, that um, that confidence going into the exam hall, which Alan spoke about, and relax on the exam day as much as possible. Give yourself as much time. If you're commuting to the exam hall, know how much it is. Add on a, an extra 30, 45 minutes. If you're leaving work, you know, we, we've constantly said that. Make sure that you put this exam, you know, first in terms of because it is your professional um, career as well. That's why you're doing these exams. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully you find that useful. I find it really useful, Alan. So <laughs> thank you very much. And um, anyone that's studying for the exams the next week, hope you've had a really good week studying and that it's really productive and you've enjoyed the resources available if you haven't done a mock we definitely encourage you to do that this weekend um for your for your own benefit and to get you that confidence um on exam day so i hope you have a lovely weekend bye bye thank you